You know, I'm living inner peace now is to commit to love, commit to seeing love in all situations, commit to being the love in your household, in your family, in your community, and giving other people the benefit of the doubt is really important. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Inner peace or inner turmoil? Have you checked in to figure out what's really going on inside that brain and body of yours lately? Finding inner peace, that calm and the chaos, is at the center of our guest's work. She learned how to find that inner peace through her own personal epiphanies and experience with depression, anxiety, and the mental health challenges so many women are surviving with these days. Shannon Kaiser is a world-renowned spiritual and self-love teacher, speaker, author, and empowerment coach. She guides people to awaken and align to their true selves so that they can live the life that they're meant for. Self-love, inner peace, hearing and trusting your intuition. These are the topics that light me up lately, and I am so excited to dig into them with an expert. You'll learn how to begin the work towards inner peace, how to turn the volume up on that guiding voice that you have inside of you and the routines and rituals to strengthen your connection with yourself. This is going to be good. Here she is, our guest today, Shannon Kaiser. It is such a pleasure to share the business podcasting space with the man, the myth, the legend, John Lee Dumas. We're both on the HubSpot Podcast Network, and honestly, his podcast is among the elite veterans of the field. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and help you create the life you've always dreamed of. He tackles topics that I know you'll love in a clear, concise, and actionable way with episodes like how to dramatically improve conversions and marketing performance, how to master sales, persuasion, and influence, and how to build, design, launch, and grow a small company. Trust me, Entrepreneurs on Fire is a wealth of information for business owners just like you. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Shannon, I want to give you the warmest welcome. Welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Uh, I'm so excited to be here with you. Thanks for the invitation. So when I think of you, Shannon, I think of so many different things when it's talking about inner peace or self-love or purpose. And I think all of those are really big words right now, especially for women as we're kind of navigating this world that we're finding ourselves in. And so before we kind of dive into the nitty gritty, I really want to know like what chapters in your story were the most impactful to the person that you've become today, the Shannon that we see today? Uh, what a great question. You know, I call them pivotal moments. And I think we all have these pivotal moments where the trajectory of our life, it shifts. And it's based on often the moments of an awakening, if you will, like a, whoa, I've been living my life a certain way. It's not working. And we awaken to perhaps a new possibility of what might be. And so I, it's several years ago, about a decade, I've been doing this work, coaching and writing books for over a decade now. And it wasn't always this way. I was in a career climbing the corporate ladder and it looked like I had it all, 
but I would cry myself to sleep at night. I was addicted to drugs and I was hating myself. And one of the very first pivotal moments of my life was in 2009 when I came home and I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep living a life that the world is telling me to live, but it just doesn't feel good. And my inner voice said, Shannon, follow your heart. And we hear this all the time, you know, follow your heart. It gets pasted on memes and stuff, but I didn't really know what that meant. And so I made a commitment to myself and I said, okay, well, let's get clear. What do I want? And it literally transformed my life. I left advertising. I started my own career and I said, I'm a book author and I want to inspire people and help them connect to their true self. So that was a really powerful moment for me. And that led to all the work I do today. But, you know, here I am writing books. This is, I have a new book that comes out. It's my fifth book. I write books about happiness and how to follow your heart and practice self-love. But interesting enough, after second big pivotal moment, after my last book came out, lo and behold, all about joy and finding joy in our heart, I was on book tour and I had overwhelming anxiety attacks. I remember coming back to the hotel I had just spoken and I was practicing the tools on how to live a joyful life, but these panic attacks were overriding my moves. I got back to where I live in Portland. I couldn't even be social. I wasn't able to finish workouts and I recognized that, oh my gosh, like I am full on in an anxiety attack and it's taking over my life. And really it was my ego, the mean voice inside that's saying, who do you think you are to be happy when the world is falling apart? Who do you think you are to live your joy when, and it was all of this nasty inner voice that was telling me you are not good enough to live the life you think you're really deserving. So I started to do the work and I put myself on what I call an inner peace practice. And I decided that the most important thing for me is to discover what this anxiety is. And I had an inner voice that said, you know, you can't solve a spiritual situation with an outside solution. So for me, my inner peace journey started with going inward instead of looking outside to the world. And flash forward three, four months later, I was scheduled to go on a full speaking tour around the whole world for a whole year. Been working up to that for my whole life. And the coronavirus set in and we were put into a worldwide lockdown. And within days, every single event that I had for the next 12 months fell away. And my first thought was, oh my gosh, everything is going away. And I caught myself and I said, no, you have the tools to practice peace and live your purpose fully. That is an old pattern and that's not you. And that led to all the work I do today, which is really about inner peace. You know, I'm just smiling as you speak because planning a book launch and everything else and really sticking true to your mission when it's kind of countercultural, to be honest, can really be intimidating, right? Like we don't want to just talk the talk. We want to walk the walk. And here you're doing all of this work and preparing in this big way how did you kind of ground yourself when that vision you had, that goal that you had, that dream that was about to come true was kind of taken away from you? Mm, yeah. And this happens on our journey. I recognized for me, 
that our souls have seasons. And I find Mm -hmm. this interesting because to me, I started, I was writing and writing is my therapy. I wrote my first book after I was diagnosed with clinical depression called Find Your Happy. So for me, the writing becomes a gift to myself first. It helps me heal. And then I put it out in the world and it's great. It's led to a career, but I was practicing daily my commitment to writing about peace. And that's how I learned. And and so for me, one of the biggest lessons I recognized is, is our souls have different times where they are in expansion mode or kind of shutdown mode. And what I noticed is the whole entire world collectively of, of humans all across <laughs> the planet, it's almost like we were going into what is called winter, like a dormancy yeah. where you shut down, you know, the leaves are falling off and and a lot of us were trying to make things happen, but it was impossible, right? How many trips did you try to plan? And then the, the airline's like, sorry, or whatever we were trying to push. And that's when I realized no amount of pushing, shoving, trying to make what I thought the world should look like or my life should look like, it was about a full surrender. And in the surrender, no matter what phase you're going through in your life, whether you're trying to make a dream come true, release a book, have a baby, launch your business, it all comes back down to allowing yourself to be where you are instead of where you think you are. And and that was a pivotal moment for me. And that's where the peace started to set in because it's like, okay, well, what can I do with what I have available to me today? So let's talk a little bit more about inner peace. It's actually funny. While we were away in Arizona, my daughter's teacher reached out and she said, we're working on a project with all the kids about peace. Can you ask Coco what peace means to her? (laughs) And if you ask a three-year-old, it was so cute because she's like, I don't know, mommy. She's like, like a warm hug, like very skeptical. And I was like, very true. But it actually kind of made me center back to and be like, what does peace look like? And, you know, we talk about peace on earth, but I think too, this conversation about inner peace, like what does inner peace mean to you, Shannon? And how do you kind of share that vision or welcome people to their own vision of inner peace in a world that is like so noisy and loud? Mm, Yeah. And that's really what it's about. And that's inner peace is alignment. Inner peace is our truth. And it is also a warm hug. So (laughs) that's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, I really feel that inner peace is our natural state. And, you know, I open up, I have a new book, Return to You. And it the very first thing I say is our level of fear or our level of love will determine our state of reality. And this is a famous quote by Stephen forget his last name, but (laughs) the whole point is, where are we focusing our attention? Because love is peace and we are, we are love when we allow ourselves to be what we are. It's the fears that come in. It's the world that tries to tell you, you need to do it this way, be this way, look this way. That's all that stuff comes in and blocks us from our peace. So really it's about revealing and removing all the barriers that are keeping us from being what is natural to us. And we know this by returning back to when maybe you were a child or a moment in your life where you did feel really at peace and really content. And there are moments in our life, even if life is very chaotic right now, where we might have reprieve. We might have a moment where we're just in the moment feeling that peace. We tap into that and we realize it's an essence of what we already are. On that same token, it's interesting because we can tap into this by allowing ourselves to be more present with what is instead of looking to the outside world, because there's a lot of chaos. And this was a pivotal moment on my own journey. I was living in a lot of fear and it was causing anxiety attacks and it was causing a lot of self-deprecation and this worry. But when I stopped tuning into things 
that were taking my attention and instead tuned back into, well, what can I control today? We have no control over our outside world, but we have 100% control over our inner world. So it became a practice of a daily ritual, if you will, of tuning into my inner world and realizing that peace exists within. It's not going to come from something outside of ourselves. Mm, I think that's so beautiful. I saw this quote the other day at a smoothie shop and it said, gut feelings are guardian angels. And I loved it because I honestly think the topic of intuition and your gut feelings, especially for women and ambitious women or women in business is one of the most like discredited things that make us so uniquely positioned to impact the world. And I think that nowadays, and honestly, part of my book, How Are You Really, is about like learning how to check in with yourself and hear your own voice again. Tell me, Shannon, like what does recognizing and listening to your intuition look like? Because I think for a lot of us, it used to come naturally, especially as kids and as we're developing. But over time, we kind of turn the volume down. So how do we raise that back up when we're speaking about intuition or those gut feelings or those yearnings? And how do we learn to trust it again? Oh, yeah. And you're so right. It helps us in our business. It helps us with our family. It helps us really understand and navigate the world because we are living in such a chaotic time, but we can be calm. And the number one superpower that we all have that already exists is getting in touch with your intuition. And, you know, it's interesting because I I share in my book as well that there's a process. Your intuition is going to talk to you very different than maybe a significant other or a friend. And what it is, is it's about learning how your intuition talks to you. And I often am a big fan of mantras, repeating kind of power statements. And what I often say throughout the day is I'm willing to see the love that is available to me in this moment. And I trust my intuition. Or another way to say that is let me be still and listen to the truth. Because if we're focusing on it outside of ourselves again, it's harder to really get back to what is the truth. And our inner voice is so strong and you know it and you can think about your life. Maybe there was a time where you took a job or you got into a relationship or you went down an avenue, but there was a lot of little nags, little red flags, Mm -hmm. if you will. And you look back and you go, oh my God, I should have listened to myself. That is intuition. But when I talk about your intuition style, I say, if we don't go within, we often go without. And that is the way to understand how your inner voice talks to you. And I have a quiz you can take in the book or on my website, playwiththeworld.com. But what it really comes back, I'll just give you a snippet here for anyone who wants to know what their intuition style is. You can think about when you watch a movie. I like this, this kind of power question. When you see a movie and afterwards, you're telling your friends about it. What do you say? And what do you remember? Do you say, oh my gosh, the soundtrack was so good. Maybe you're you know, your library of music and digital tunes is loaded with soundtracks and you're singing the tunes after? Or do you say the cinematography, the art direction, the the clothes, maybe it's a period piece and you're just fascinated with the visuals of the film? Or do you talk about the story? Do you talk about the characters and how they pulled you in? These are key indicators of where your intuition is is kind of honing in. So for example, if you focus more on the music, you are clairaudient, which is often you get your messages through the sound. Maybe you hear an inner voice and it sounds like you or your higher power, angels, if you will. But it's like, where's that coming from? But it's so loud that you can't not listen to it. 
when you're honoring your intuition. If you're looking, then maybe it's clairsentient, which is I see. You see things in your mind's eye, maybe mini movies play out. And that's also a fun way to look at it. And it kind of goes on from there. And then there's also the clair feeling where you just feel. And another way to really honor is when you talk to someone, how do you let them know that you are listening? I see what you're saying. I hear you. I feel you. That's also key. And I see this in my coaching practice too. It's it's good to understand what other people's intuition style is so you can work with them and understand them and then understanding yourself. So start there. And it's beautiful because then you say, oh, my intuition is talking to me or I see it. And then you start honoring it. And that's where the fun part comes in. You start to take steps. We learn the way on the way. So each step you take, you're like, ah, and you build that trust. And then this is where inner peace really is. It lives in the space of you being so in alignment with who you are by trusting yourself fully. You know me. I love discovering new tools that I can share with you to help you work smarter. And if you're anything like me, you might be running your business from the kitchen counter or the kids playground. So having tools that travel with you are essential. From marketing to sales and service, HubSpot has tons of tools that help you run and scale your business easily from anywhere. One of my favorite tools is mobile inboxes, where all of your incoming email and live chats go to one shared location, meaning your whole team can work from one place and easily manage your sales and customer support. So easy, right? Then there's the custom surveys from HubSpot. With a custom survey, you can solicit feedback with unlimited questions, diverse question types, and easy shareability. Leverage the insights you collect to enhance your customer experience and deepen your customer relationships. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted super host several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh my gosh. That was literally mind blowing to me what you just went through. <laughs> I've never heard of it that way, but I can even think about people in my life and I'm like, like Coco is a feeler. Like she is oh. a, just a big feeler. That's, that is helpful. And you know, we do all those different things like EQ assessments or the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but that is a beautiful way to really nurture someone's intuition, but also to honor your own. I love that, Shannon. It's beautiful. It's a fun process. And it, it shows that we're not crazy when, you know, you're moving forward. You're like, no, my intuition really is on point. And then yes. it becomes a beautiful relationship. Yes. You know, it's so funny. I think that a lot of times, and I'm sure you've experienced this as well, where if you're with a girlfriend or you're out with colleagues or anything like that, and someone can tell you either a horror story, maybe it's a dating story or a bad work relationship, 
And a lot of times as women, we'll follow it up with like, I had a feeling about it, or I just, there's something off about it. And it's like, man, like, why do we not listen to ourselves? Why do you think, or like, when do you think we start to distrust ourselves or mute ourselves? Because I feel like, you know, it's going to look different for everyone based on your life or experience, but like, how can we help this next generation not do that? Like we have. Yes. And this is really the, the kind of, it all comes back to this. And it's what I often, and you hear in spiritual circles as well, called the split. We are so in tune with ourselves at certain points in our childhood. And you can see it even with your children. There are moments of pure aliveness, pure alignment, pure peace. And then what happens is we do what we think is natural. And then the world comes in and says, you're too loud. Be quiet. Don't do that. Don't. And we learn right there in the behavior of us being authentic, that it's not accepted to be who you really are. So we create this belief often. And the belief is I can't be who I am and be loved. Or, And this happened to me too. I used to write when I was younger and I had a learning disability in school and I was almost held back. And it was hard for me to put grammar and sentences together in the right way. And I was made fun of when I was called on to go write in front of the class and it became terrifying for me really. So I stopped writing and I stopped putting myself out there in front of people. Lo and behold, I shied away from who I was because it was more important for me to be liked and fit in. And so what we have to do is break the pattern of needing to be liked and fit in in order to really move forward and be our authentic self. And it's easier than our fear will make it out to be. It feels terrifying at first, but truly when you give yourself permission unapologetically, and this is what happens as adults, this is why we come to work like this and read books and it really comes back to, no, I do belong, I do matter. And the more you you show, the more your life will flow, but also your true tribe or your true people can find you. You know, And so it's about, oh, maybe I was playing in the wrong sandbox. I'm going to be who I am. And and just look at what you've created, Jenna, and your beautiful, beautiful business and all of the beautiful people and souls that have come. It's because you're being you and saying, hey, world, look at me. And you're not focusing on the haters or trying to fit into a certain bucket. So really, it comes back to honoring who we are unapologetically. Love that. I'm thinking about this book that we read, Coco. It's called Awesomely Emma. And one of my followers wrote it. And it's this incredible book about her daughter who has different abilities with her limbs. And in the book, it says, different isn't sad, bad, weird, or strange. Different is different and different is okay. And I find ourselves, we say it all the time. If we notice something is different or we're different or we're feeling different, And I think it's such a good reminder for adults. I feel like lately for me, I think just because I've been so in the trenches of motherhood is you kind of find yourself relearning along with your children. If you have children where it's like, yes, this is what I want my daughter to know. But when did I forget this myself? And Mm. so it's almost like this awakening again, where it's like this invitation to reconnect. And I just think all of the things you're saying, it's like, you're literally telling us like, it is okay to go back home. Like your home is you, like you can be with your soul and be comfortable with your soul. And I think that nowadays it's like, we don't even know how to be silent with ourselves anymore. So do you have any concrete ways that we can focus on developing or strengthening our own connection with ourselves and with our spirit? Yes. In this, you're right. It is about returning to you, coming home to who you are, because everything 
is flowing from a place of your alignment. And so I love this. And there are a lot of tangible tools. And I often say after we have these pivotal moments and these awakenings, we start to open up and it's almost like a racehorse with blinders on when we're in the hustle of life. But you take off those blinders and you see there's a whole world of possibilities and we start to slow down a little bit. And of course, there's tools that are outside of yourself. Like, you know, journaling is really, I'm a big fan of journaling, asking strategic questions, listening to podcasts like this, uh, you know, meditating, but truly all of that still is outside of you. You know, I also work with Oracle cards and it's, it's fun and it's a practice, but the real, real beauty and inner peace starts on the inside. And so one of the most easy things we can do is wake up in the morning with a practice, if you will, before I even put my feet on the ground, I go through gratitudes. And we've probably heard this a lot, thinking in your mind what you're grateful for. Because, you know, we've been through a lot, especially over the last two years, and it can be a doom and gloom. We can often find ourselves doomsday scrolling or focusing on, ah, we're never going to make it through. And that starting your day in that anxiety or that frustration, it's about understanding that I have more power than I've been giving myself credit for. So gratitudes, but then also this is a powerful tool, set an intention and you just wake up and say, what is my intention for today? And you're in a place of such relaxation often that you allow whatever word comes to you. And I do this in my coaching practice too. And many of the clients are like, I did this. And oh my gosh, the word that came to me was courage or the word that came to me was alignment. Words I never thought, but you allow your, once again, intuition, higher self, higher power to kind of connect. And then you live your day in that place. And really what it comes back down to is we have a choice. Again, we can choose love over fear and committing. So my my way that I was able to stay such grounded in peace through one of the most turbulent times, because I wrote this book in 2020, and you know I'm living inner peace now, is to commit to love. Commit to seeing love in all situations. Commit to being the love in your household, in your family, in your community. And giving other people the benefit of the doubt is really important. Recognizing that hurt people, of course, we've heard will hurt people. But more importantly, how can I show them more love? Because, and I say this, you know, from a place of self-love, when you show up for yourself too, and you're not focusing so much on the hate and the structure of life that is not working, you're one less person on the planet that is hurting and one less person that is in fear. You're choosing love. And in this place, you're uplifting yourself, your household, your neighborhood, and the whole planet starts to rise in its power of love. I love that. I think it's so powerful to to just start your day on that note. <laughs> and, you know, before we start running around like crazy or scrolling for hours, it's like, how can we set the tone of our day? And I think that's beautiful. Do you have any practices? Let's say somebody finds themselves in the middle of their day and, you know, maybe anxiety is creeping in or stress or they're feeling frazzled or they're feeling like there's so many things tugging at their attention. Is there a quick practice or something that they could do to just kind of reground themselves, recenter? Because I'm asking selfishly for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, of course, there's the moment of realizing when you have fallen out of alignment, if you will. But also, I'm a big fan of the mantras and in, in the prayers, like I said. And I often say I've had these moments. It's not like I'm super Zen Buddha over here all the time. I still have moments. I think what we recognize, though, is we can pull ourselves back. And 
sometimes judgment is what's blocking us. And so I'll catch myself and say, am I judging something? Am I judging myself? And I just ask these questions internally because when we're judging, it cannot allow us to be in a place of you know balance. So I start there, but also a prayer for peace. I often say is in the moment, and I did this just a couple of weeks ago when I was real frantic, I said, I detach from anything that seeks to separate. You know, anything that is saying us versus them, you know, anything that's saying it's my way, anything that seeks to destroy, you know, it really comes back down to I choose unity. And I will just repeat that. I choose unity, which means I align with myself. I choose kindness. I choose compassion. I often, even on my fridge, I have a mantra that says I operate from full love and alignment in each moment. I choose love. I choose to see peace. So it really is about reminding yourself that you can choose peace. But you know, this is the internal stuff. If you're looking for kind of how can I catch myself in the moment and I'm anxious. And so if you were to like, if I were to visit myself a few years ago when I was having those anxiety attacks and I heard someone say, I choose peace, like it's not going to work when you're in that panic zone. (laughs) Be like, who is this crazy lady? But what I would say is, recognize, and this was the most pivotal lesson for me, is to recognize that we live in a school called Planet Earth. And what this really I recognized in my journey is it's a lesson, if you will. But in the Tao teaching and a lot of spiritual teaching talks about contrast. And so we can't fully know something unless we know the opposite. That's just the way the world works. And so when this is what actually did help me. I remember I was crying on the floor, getting ready to call my doctor saying, I, I absolutely cannot function. I'm, I'm not even able to breathe. But that's when the inner voice came in and said, you can't fix a spiritual situation with an outside solution. I heard that, which was my intuition and also my higher power voice. And then I went to this knowing of you must know the opposite. And that's what the school is, the contrast. So whatever you're going through, I was in such anxiety. I said, well, what's the opposite? So the power here is to ask what's the opposite. And it was peace. And I was like, I am committed to knowing what peace really is. It's a process, but we start to become more self-aware and kinder to ourselves in the journey. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day return. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort 
This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless, easy to pack, and when I wear them, I get compliments, and it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear, and even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress, and you You've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GOLDDIGGER15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I. K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code golddigger15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Tell me, Shannon, about your new book. What is it about? Why are you excited about it? Why did you write it? Give us all the insight. <laughs> yes, from an author to an author. The yes. book babies, oh my gosh, they are true babies, right? It's they a are. labor of they love. They are. I write. did both at the same time. So <laughs> oh I, can, God, I, don't I can even know how. I have twins. <laughs> Twin in my book. Oh, <laughs> twinies. Well, Return to You is the name of my new book. And it's 11 spiritual lessons for unshakable inner peace. I literally sat down to write this book during the most turbulent time that we've faced as a culture you know, what is known as 2020 and 2021, because I knew what I saw was the world was falling into chaos and super fast. It was around, you know, February, March, April, 2020. And I started to see fear set in on a global level with my neighbors, with my clients, with my family. And I refused to participate in it. Quite honestly, I was like, I am not going to allow the fear of the world to take me down. So what I am going to do is commit to peace and what it really is, is it's about transcending fear so we can move into our faith. When you have faith, and it's not even from a religious spectrum, but faith in yourself, in love, in higher power. And I do talk about the universe and God because I do believe that there's something larger than us that is always supporting us. And when you tap into this, you start to realize that you are here for a reason and your life matters and we can choose to live it in fear and worry or we can choose to say, you know what, I'm not going to let the world tell me who I should be or how I should feel. I'm going to actually make the most of my time on earth. And that's truly what this book, uh, it's my fifth book out in the world and it's really special you know, we say that with all of our babies and projects, but this book really is my favorite because it just boils it down very easily. 11 spiritual lessons that we can take to feel inner peace. We all want that, right? <laughs> yes. How did you, I'm just so curious because I love this topic and I'm so excited to dig in. How did you keep living out those spiritual truths through the process of creating your book and the process in launching it? Like, what does that look like? Because I think sometimes, and at least for me, I'll speak for myself, we write the things that we need the most, right? So, so what did true. that look like for you? 
Yeah. And I think every writer, it's often we come back to, we do, we say that we write because it's something we needed to, to learn. You know, what's really special. And I think this is why this book is so profoundly special for me is we always, I start and, you know, work with author clients and I say, start with the outline. You may have done this, Jenna, you start with the outline because you want to know where you're going. So I have this outline and these clear life lessons, if you will, and these, these spiritual truths, such as we are in a school called planet earth, your soul has seasons, but lo and behold, when I would sit down to write about the chapter that I was getting ready to dive into, I would live through the specific situation unbeknownst to me. Um, for it's just <laughs> like the universe was like, here you go. Here's the chapter. You know, for example, it was interesting because I live in Portland, Oregon, and there was wildfires that we don't really get. It's a very wet climate over here. We don't usually get fires, but this was a time where it was traumatic because the sky was blood orange. People were wearing super big masks. We heard fires going around. We had the worst air quality that we have had. It actually was the worst in the whole world for several days. I was falling into panic because I had never lived through that. I was racing through my house thinking I'd have to evacuate. And then I caught myself and I practiced the process. And I realized I was actually writing the chapter, which is if you don't go within, you go without. And it became so clear for me because I see the world kind of in metaphors that we literally, on top of lockdowns with coronavirus in Oregon, we cannot go outside. Like I was, the air quality is so bad that the only place left is to go within. And that's the whole chapter about really knowing your intuitive self and trusting your intuition. And I start the chapter writing about the fires and it, you know, so I'm sure you saw that too. It's interesting because we write what we need to know, but really what it comes back down to is when I set out and share with my agent and my publisher, I want to write a book. I don't know all the details. I just know the outline and I trust the universe and my higher self and my higher power and my future self and even my clients and the readers, because it's all a collective experience. You might be like, as you're writing. And so it becomes about trust and faith, which is really what this book is about, how to trust yourself and have faith in the universe. Mm. That's so powerful. And I just love those little, I always call them God winks where it's like, Hey, I got That's you. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Shannon, where can everybody connect with you, learn more about you, check out your new book, take your intuition style quiz. Give us all of the places. Yes. Well, my website's playwiththeworld.com. And of course you can dive in there. Lots of good resources and the, the quiz. And I'm on social media, Shannon Kaiser writes W-R-I-T-E-S, which is my author pages. And I'm always supporting. I'm all about sharing the love, just like you. I really want a positive experience online. So happy to connect with people there. And then my new book, Return to You, is available just about everywhere now. So it's fun to dive into inner peace. Oh, congratulations, Shannon. I just want to say I am so excited for you. I am so thankful for the way that you show up in the world and the work that you create. And this was such a pleasure. Thank you. So good to be here with you too. That episode felt like a breath of fresh air. Like, you know, those times where you take that really deep breath, maybe your Apple watch is prompting you to take some deep breaths and you realize that you've been shallow breathing. That's what that episode felt like for me. I am so grateful to get to connect with incredible guests and experts like Shannon and to talk about topics that I feel like we are all yearning for. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. If you haven't taken a moment to leave a review or a rating, I would love, love, love nothing more than to hear from you. And of course, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss another episode. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful, and it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress-soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood-lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit JustThriveHealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's JustThriveHealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.